You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast, proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. Good evening, church. Welcome to our English worship service. And before we start, can you give a wave to the person on your right and your left? And tell that person, welcome to church. Welcome to church. I am the fourth speaker <laughs> uh, for today because uh, uh, a while ago, the speaker was Pastor JR, Pastor uh, Joshua Herbano, and Pastor Arnold. And we decided to do a team preaching about a certain topic that we'll be talking about tonight. I'm currently studying counseling in Alliance Graduate School in Metro Manila. And there's this term that I encountered and it's called neural pathways. Okay, neural pathways. Basically, this is a thing in our brain that says there are patterns in our brain that we usually respond in a certain way. For example, if we see a dog, usually some of us would respond as if we are scared. The reason for that is because at some point in our lives, we have encountered a similar scenario where our response was fear. You see, neural pathways are patterns in our brain that usually determines how we respond. Okay? These are like highways, highways sa brain natin, sa isip natin. And then this usually determines how we react, how we respond to a certain scenario. And in counseling, we deal with such pathways because there are people that they have created some patterns, pathways in their brains and that they have responded to this kind of patterns. But you see, in our Christian life today, that principle that says the way we think determines how we act is actually true. I just want to repeat that again. The way we think and what we are exposed to determines how we act. In our lives today, there are certain things that we, do, that we do that we are already used to. From how we wash the dishes at home, use certain clothes, eat some meals, and even how we interact with someone, it, dif it differs from the way others do it. It's because of our neural pathways. And the truth resonates that the way we think, kung paano tayo mag-isip, it very much influences how we act. And tonight we're going to indulge in a similar scenario that the church in Rome encountered during the days of Paul. If you have your Bibles with you, kindly open it with me in Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. Again, that's found in Romans 12, verses 3 to 8. The word of the Lord says, For through the grace give, given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith, if service and is serving or he who teaches in teaching or he who exhorts in his exhortation. 
He who gives with liberty, he who lives with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Before we dig in with God's word, can I invite you to bow down your heads with me and let us pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, it is my prayer, Lord, that right at this moment, you're going to have an encounter with us. That, Lord, your word will really speak to our hearts, speak to our experiences, speak to our reasoning, Father. And let it be that your grace will continually be seen and abound, Lord, in our midst. Speak to the hearts of your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, the book of Romans, I just want to give you a little bit of background. The book of Romans is actually a doctrinal book where Paul taught here a lot of doctrinal things to the members of the Roman church. And back then, there was this kind of issue that they were encountering because previously, uh, last Sunday, Pastor Ira talked about the renewing of mind. The renewing of mind. And Paul encouraged us, this believer in the Roman church na for you to be a better Christian, justified Christian, you have to renew your mind. Be transformed with the renewing of your mind. However, in chapter 12, there's this issue that Paul encountered. And what's this issue? It's the issue about the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians. Because these Jewish Christians back then, they think highly of themselves. Masyadong mataas yung tingin nila sa sarili nila. And they thought that this Gentile Christian should not be present in their church. They should not be present in their church. In Paul's day, there was a raging disagreement between Jewish and Gentile Christians in the church. And some ethnic Jews believe and practice the abiding validity of the old ceremonial law. Dahil yung mga Jewish Christians ito, they were circumcised. And so ginagaya ito ng mga Gentile Christians back then. However, there were some laws that these Gentiles adapted only. So in the minds of these Jewish Christians, struggle to sa simbahan namin. This is a struggle in our church. But previously, in chapter 11, Paul mentioned that they are justified believers, whether Jews or Gentiles. And Paul emphasized that as justified and sanctified believers, they are to think of themselves not highly, but with humility. I just want to repeat that again. Paul emphasized that as justified and sanctified believers, they are to think of themselves not highly, but with humility, and serve one another by exercising their gifts for the church. Now, as we begin to think, it is important to notice that Apostle Paul was speaking at this point. In the earlier verse, in verse 3, he says that he was speaking to everyone. Meaning his audience back then were Jews and Gentiles, Christians. And so, Paul was actually telling these Jewish Christians, don't be proud. Don't be arrogant. And let's not remove ourselves from the context that Paul was saying here. And Paul was telling them, it doesn't mean that you're already in God's kingdom, you can make room for arrogance and pride. 
Yun yung sinasabi ni Paul. Hindi porket you're already justified and saved. You can act arrogant and be proud about it. And Paul was emphasizing here they are, that they are able to stand because of God's grace. And that is the thought that Paul was actually emphasizing to the believers in their church. That they must think properly about themselves because it is only by God's grace that they are present there. You see, I realize that in our Christian lives, oftentimes we think that we are very much important in the presence of God. Don't get me wrong. It is true that God really delights in us. But there are times that we are tempted to think that we are very much highly over other things in God's body. But you see, why do we think we are anything before God? How is it possible for Christian preachers, teachers, leaders, servants, and shepherds to ever think that they are someone before God? We are not important in God's plan. Actually, if we're going to look at the salvation plan of God, the only contribution that we made is our sin. Yung kasalanan lang natin. And we must think properly of ourselves because we are simply God's servant. We are simply people who are grateful for all that God has done and we want to return God a mere fraction of that thanksgiving for His goodness and glory. You see, if we think highly of ourselves, then I believe that we are on the wrong path in our Christian life. Because to think highly of ourselves is to think little about who God is in our lives. So how should the believers think of themselves and function within the community? Now the Apostle Paul, he mentioned here that we need to think with sober judgment. This was his encouragement, his declaration to the church in Rome, that they must evaluate themselves properly. And you see, this verse is actually greatly misunderstood. And I believe it has been interpreted in such way that brings out the opposite meaning that Paul intended. This verse does not tell us that the greatness of our faith determines our position in the body of Christ. Because the idea here is that every Christian has different levels of faith, right? Every Christian has different levels of faith that God has assigned to each person. Therefore, let us not think of ourselves any higher than the degree of faith that God has given us. Because let us be reminded that faith is God-given. The faith that we have in our hearts, in our lives, is God-given. And there's the temptation to think that when I exercise great faith, then I can say, I have much faith. There's the temptation to say, I'm a preacher. I know the scriptures. 
Maybe my level in God's sight is a little bit higher than anyone else. But you see, it's not like that. The picture is not like that. You see, the measure that God has given us is only His grace. The measure that God has given us is His grace. Paul cannot be saying to keep their pride in line with the measure of faith God gave them. But Paul mentioned here that those with special gifts and abilities are actually thinking highly of themselves, which was a wrong thinking back then. You know that mindset that I'm doing a lot more inside the church. Maybe I'm a little bit higher than those people who do not. You see, the word measure here can be translated as standard. Paul can just as easily be saying that every person must think about themselves according to the standard of the faith that God has given to everyone. The point is not that God has given to every Christian a different degree of faith, but that God has given to every Christian the same standard of faith. In our midst today, walang favorite si Lord. Lahat tayo pantay, pantay. Can you imagine that as you come here inside the church and we have that certain standards, stipulated certain standards that for you to worship here, dapat ganito ka. For you to worship here, dapat ito yung ginawa mo. Or maybe at some point, we thought that if you are going to come here to church, dapat guwapo ka. Kung ganun yung standard namin, baka si Pastor Arnold lang yung andito nag-worship ngayon. But you see, that's not the standards that we have. We don't have human standards to start with. In God's kingdom, in the body of believers, we don't have the human standards here. But we have that standard of faith that is given by God. And it says there, everyone shares the same grace that has been poured out by God. And this is fitting with Romans, with the Roman illustration in chapter 11, where we are all on the same tree and are all receiving the same grace, the same blessings, the same benefits. And I just want to read these translations from different versions. It says in Romans 12, 3, the new uh, international version. It says here, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. And in NLT, it says, don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Church, God has not given a different measure to each Christian. But, but He has given to each Christian the same measure, and that is our faith. Therefore, we need to think of ourselves appropriately and soberly, soberly based upon the grace and faith that all of us have received in Christ. 
Because in this verse alone, there's no place for our pride. There's no place for our pride. To think highly of ourselves and to think I'm better than everyone. Because I sing, because I operate the computer, because I preach, it's a wrong mindset. It's a wrong principle. That's why Apostle Paul mentioned here that the believers back then should not think highly of themselves, but think with humility in their hearts. You see, Believers are to exercise humility as reflection of God's grace given to them in exercising their gifts to serve others. And Paul extends his reasoning about thinking properly about ourselves in relation to how we think of others. In our body today, in our Christian body, in our church, we have many members. Can you look at the person on your right and your left? Ganyan lang yung insura ng taong yan. Pero God allowed that person to be here. You know why? Because each of you, each of us tonight who is here is given with a gift. Is given with a gift. And as part of that body, we don't function the same way. We don't function the same way. In the body of Christ, hindi lahat mata. Hindi lahat kamay. Hindi lahat paa. Hindi lahat ilong. And the same goes with the kind of structure that we have in our church. That person beside you, he might not be functioning the same way as you do. But that person belongs to church. That person belongs to the body of Christ. And so Paul reminds us to have that kingdom vision. And we, have, we must have a vision of being individuals in the body of Christ. Because you see, in exercising our gifts while looking at other individ individuals, there's that temptation to compare and to self-pity. Lord, bakit siya marunong kumanta? Lord, bakit siya mas malaki yung binibigay? Lord, siya bakit magaling mag-communicate? Bakit ako hindi? But you see, it's easy to be focused upon just the few things that we don't have and forget the things that we have that is given by God. You see, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us still we can use that gift. You see, Christian possesses different gifts, but every gift is a product of God's grace with all believers. Every Christian possesses different gifts, but these gifts must be used rightfully. And Paul illustrates how we are to use our gifts rightly with a number of examples. The gift each person had what was not to be used for personal gain and glorification. Rather, use the gift in accordance with the faith and grace that every Christian has 
receive. Because the purpose of our gift is not to self-inflate us. It's not for us to be proud or to be full of pride or to tell other people, I'm better than you because I know how to sing. I'm better than you because I'm more advanced in the computer. It's not like that. The reason why we are gifted with gifts is for us to glorify God and use it to build the church. It is important for us to exercise our gifts. We need to see where are some things we can do. And we need people who will serve, not just people who serve, but people who will serve without concern for lifting our pride and ego. Serve because of the mercies of God according to what God has revealed in faith. We need people who will teach not just people who teach, but people who will teach without concern for lifting our pride and ego. Teach because teaching must be done and because we see the need based on the faith we all share. The gift of teaching refers to passing on the truth of the gospel to others. We need people to exhort, not just people who will exhort, but people who will exhort without concern for lifting our pride and ego. And in all of these things, our contribution is if we allow ourselves to be used by God. So my question for you, brothers and sisters in Christ, are we allowing God to use us in the building of His church? Are we allowing God to use our very lives for the church to grow? You see, we have to acknowledge that inside the church, there are many gifts. And all of those gifts came from God. There's no gift better than the other. But all of that will be used to glorify God. But you see, we can never take pride from that because on our own, we cannot do it. On our own, hindi natin kaya. That's why we need God, the love of Jesus in our lives. Because when there is love in our hands, in our words, in our actions, then those gifts will emulate. So there are three things that I want to emphasize tonight. The first one is this. You belong in a body where human standards are not used, but God's standard of faith. Therefore, walk in humility. Like what I mentioned a while ago, there's nothing to be proud about the things that we have right now because all of that is a product of God's grace. We're only returning Him the the thanksgiving. We're only giving God the glory that He deserves. And so as we belong in a body where human standards are not used, but God's standard of faith, walk in humility. Walk in humility. We are not better than the others. That's why it's called a church 
a community of believers because we complement each other with the gifts that God has given us. And the second thing is this. You belong in a body where everyone is given a God-given gift. Therefore, use that gift to edify the people around you. What are the things that God wants you to do? Maybe God wants you to help the church in the ushering ministry, in the music ministry, in the different facets and ministries here in church. Use that gift. My brethren, use that gift because that is for the building of our church. And thirdly, you belong in a body where the temptation to compare is present. Nonetheless, choose to glorify God with what He has given you. You know, the things that we have right now, it is not because of our own doing of our own ability, or to say that we are strong, or I'm smart, or I'm intelligent. But you see, the reason why we have that right now is because God has given us those things to use and to glorify Him in the midst of the church. Before I end tonight, I just want to share a testimony that I encountered a while ago. There was this preacher that went to China uh, last year, I think. And then when he went to China, he ministered to the underground churches in the Chinese community. And back then, nung andun siya, andun siya sa simbahan, while he was standing on the stage, since it's an underground church, the first question that he asked, kung mahuhuli tayo, anong mangyayari sa atin? And then the, these individuals, there were 22 of them, these individuals, they answered, within 24 hours, you're going to be deported. And us, who belongs to this uh, Chinese community, we will be in prison for three years. And then so he asked, how many of you have been to prison? 18 of them, 18 out of 22, have been in prison for three years. Why? Because they possess Bibles with them. So this pastor, he brought Bibles with him. And he told them, can you open your, your Bibles to, to, the, to 2 Peter 1 verse 4? And he distributed these Bibles. And then there was this one woman in the crowd where when she received the Bible, binigay niya sa iba. Binigay niya sa iba yung Biblia. And after the church service, he asked that woman, I saw you a while ago, you gave the Bible to that person beside you. Why is that? And itong sabi ng woman, sabi pa ng woman, it's because that chapter that you gave us, I memorized that already. So the preacher said, oh, really? Why is that? It's because while I was in prison, I memorized the chapters, the whole Bible. So the preacher asked, isn't it that inside the prison, Bibles are not allowed, they're confiscated? Yes, you're right, the woman answered. But this brethren of mine, they would write chapters 
in small papers and give it to us for us to be reminded of God's Word. And right then and there, I realized how great of an impact God's Word had with their church. So he asked the congregation, how many members or underground churches, members of the underground churches you have in this Chinese community? And they counted and they said, about 2 million. Mukhang malaki, no? But considering the population of China, which is 1.3 billion, it's just small of a fraction. Sobrang liit lang. And before they ended, the pastor asked, what is it that you want, uh, want me to pray for you? So that woman, that Chinese woman, she answered, pray for us that we would be like your church because you can gather together. We here, we gather underground. We're not allowed to worship in public. And so the preacher, he stepped aside and he thought to himself, back in America, in his church, yung mga tao, pag nagta-travel within one hour, ayaw nang magsimba. Pag yung church hindi air-conditioned, ayaw nang pumunta. When there's only a small amount of group of people inside the church, yun lang din yung may kita mo until next week. So this pastor responded, No, I will not pray for that. But I will pray that our church will become just like yours. Eager to learn from God's word. Memorizing the Bible. And using their gifts to win more souls to Christ. You see, brothers and sisters in Christ, we belong in a country where it's free to worship God for who He is. Where we are not reprimanded, but some people from the other side of the globe are not. But you see, we have a way of reaching out to them. And that is by using our gifts with humility and showing the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. It is my prayer that all of us, all of us would come to a realization that there's a lot more to contribute to the body of Christ as believers. Good evening and the Lord bless you. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekaiq Ministries. See you there!